Oh, we got uh, some amazing guests today. We got uh, David Doig, who's president of CNI, and uh, for 25 years, David has served neighborhoods throughout Chicago, various nonprofit and governmental capacities, including as a community organizer in North Lawndale and as superintendent of the Chicago Park District. So at CNI, David focuses on strategy and raising capital, help lead and organize an effort to have Pullman declared a national monument. David has an undergraduate degree from Wheaton College and a master's in social science from the University of Chicago. He's also a member of the Millennium uh, Reserve Steering Committee and on the Cook County Commission on Social Innovation. Uh, we are proud to have Mr. David Doig in the building. And, of course, y'all know the projects, the Walmart on 111th off the E-Way, the Whole Food Distribution Center behind it, the new Pullman Community Center right there, and the Gotham Greens and new manufacturing coming to town, Ross. Uh, even you, you played a part in Whole Foods, too, uh, and, and you – in Inglewood, you did Whole Foods, right? All right, so in Mariano's and Bronzeville, so David Doig is, uh, uh, you know, he he's the biggest developer on the South Side, you know, almost. I know uh, about that. You know, about <laughs> I think the University of Chicago, University might of Chicago, might, 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 might yeah. <laughs> that is true. But outside of them, David has, has done uh, some amazing work, uh, and so we also have Tom Tresser who's an educator, organizer, creativity champion, a public defender, uh, defender and fighter of privatization. He's been doing civic engagement and grassroots democracy for efforts for over 40 years. His first voter registration campaign was in 1972, before, way, way, way before I was thought about when my mother was two years old. <laughs> in 2008, he was a co-founder of Protect Our Parks, a neighborhood effort to stop the privatization of public space in Chicago. They also fight against Obama Center right now. They are. Uh, he was a lead organizer, uh, organizer for No Game Chicago, an all-volunteer grassroots effort that opposed Chicago's 2016 Olympic bid. Um, and he was named a, 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 in 2014 a Purpose Prize Fellow by the Encore Foundation, which recognizes change agents over the age of 60. Uh, he, don't, he don't look over 60, y'all, too. <laughs> no. Uh, he, <laughs> you cats out of the bag. Cats man. out of the bag. He was named the Best of Chicago 2015 as the Best Activist in the Interest of Public Defense by New City Magazine. And he published a book of short articles of public local experts on how we can save and generate major, major revenue for Chicago. Chicago is not broke. Funding a city we deserve was made possible by a crowdfunding campaign that attracted 203 contributors. And to date, they've had two, 65 public meetings around the book and attended uh, attendance over 2,300 people uh, in the city of Chicago to talk about the city finances. So we are proud to have uh, Tom Tresser and David Doig uh, both on the show. Thank you guys for being here. Thank My you, pleasure. Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this first. Lincoln Yards. Huh. Uh, Lincoln Yards uh, brought, what, billions of dollars of subsidies uh, uh, to the north side. Uh, and, you know, they <laughs> we, we, we created a district, a TIF district there to to bring all this revenue. I mean, what is that going to do for black and brown communities, David? David, you li- you you work with TIFs uh, and, and bring a lot of uh, uh, projects to the south side. What does Lincoln Yards mean to you? Is it a uh, do yeah. you think that it was? should have been prioritized and how would that benefit our communities yeah I'm, i uh I, i'm not going to speak you know to the, the specifics of the community i mean like the, the community uh they they had a number of community meetings there was uh i know a lot of dissent um i think uh 
I think, you know, they went through the public process, ultimately was approved this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, there were some aspects of it that, that make sense in terms of the use of TIF. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think there were other areas where uh, they're really kind of pushing the, the limits of TIF. And um, I think when it relates to issues around the public infrastructure and, and some of the site conditions, uh, that's a, an appropriate use of TIF. Um, we're using it for things like land acquisition mm-hmm. and um, uh, some of those kind of uh, other uh, soft costs, uh, you right. know, paying for some of those things. That might not be uh, you know, a, a really uh, complete or full uh, use of TIF. You think it's going to be enough affordable housing units? Uh, you know, my, my issue there is uh, you know, we, we need affordable housing all over the city. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you know, trying to, to, to force a lot of affordable housing in a relatively small area, um, I mean, it's, it's fine, but um, we got much bigger problems, in, in, as you well know, on the south and west side where we have, we have communities that have depopulated. So, so why are we trying to cram, you know, thousands of units on 40 acres when we have thousands of acres that need new housing and we need the population? Um, you know, we've seen, and as you know, on the south side where, where you have development, where things are, yeah. are getting done, crime goes down. Education improves, and so so uh, you know our, our gentrification happens too sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's why we need benef- community benefits agreements. Yeah, right? I, I think I mean I think gentrification uh, happens, no question. I think there are certain neighborhoods where that pressure is uh, more severe than others. Um, I think if you look at a lot of the west side and south side communities, I don't know that gentrification is the number one problem. I think depopulation has been the number one problem, and where communities have started to empty out, yeah. you've seen housing values go down, you've seen crime go up, you've seen schools close. Um, so we've got to we've got to look really at uh, ways to repopulate uh, the city. So back to Lincoln Yards, Tom Tressa, you are not a fan of of TIFs. No, uh, you no. you actually want to abolish them. Uh, uh, correctly, is yeah. Correct me if I'm so wrong. <laughs> so tell tell me how you feel about Lincoln Yards. It's an act of economic warfare on the black community of Chicago. Hmm. It's um it's not um it's indefensible in every sense of the world, legally, morally, fiscally. Uh, ethically, however you want to play it. Uh, we talk about two Chicagos, uh, north of Roosevelt Road and south of Roosevelt Road. We talk about uh, economic segregation, uh, blockbusting, redlining, uh, predatory lending, and other uh, practices that have denuded and, and attacked our black communities, our black brothers and sisters, right up to this very day. So, yeah, it's a good question. Why do we need public subsidies for Lincoln Park, which just happens where I live? We're doing fine up there. Yeah. We don't... I mean, look, these guys, if they want to build, you know, a skyscraper to the moon, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Exactly. Where are these people going to come from? Where are these retail vendors going to come from? My wife and I just drove a few blocks from our home. We counted 22 empty storefronts. This is in the heart of Lincoln Park, um, Halstead. So, okay, so these guys have delusions of grandeur, and they want to build thousands of units with whatever, whatever. It's crazy. Maybe they thought that Amazon was going to come to Chicago? Well, it ain't know. coming. Okay. Thank it, God. So you could say capitalism, you know, do your thing, man. Uh, roll the dice. Uh, go for broke. Charge a million dollars. You know, I don't care. But do not use public money for this crazy project. It's exactly. immoral. It's illegal. It's crazy. It doesn't meet the but-for tests. So that for your, for your listeners, before you put a tiff on something, you got to do two things. You got to prove it's blighted. So yes, there are things that are crumbling up there around Cortland, for sure. Definitely but, ain't blighted. But the thing whole. is, <laughs> you mean to tell me that you cannot get a loan? Remember, Keating Crown, one of the principals of Sterling Bay, is a billionaire. Yeah. 
His granddaddy was Lester Crown. I think this has a whole bunch of things named after the crowns, you know, the Crown Space Center and the Crown Museum or whatever. Those guys don't have enough money to foot the bill for whatever the heck they want to do. Please give me a break. And it's all for my people, (laughs) frankly, right? It has nothing to do with you guys. Now, that's just one. The other one is the so-called 78 along the river. Mm -hmm. Another crazy project, thousands and thousands of units, where are they going to come from? Again, build it. Go for it. I don't care what you do. Do not use public Public money. That's my bottom line. You, you, you disagree? Agree with that, David? I, I, I'm not going to debate like the merits of Lincoln Yards or the 78. I think. Okay, Tom but do you agree points. with 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 TIF? Uh, yeah, so I think there are communities that aren't blighted. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I have issues in, in in communities that aren't blighted. I think there are appropriate. Will Lincoln Yards be a blighted community in your eyes? I, I think I think that's a that's a questionable uh, use of TIF. I'll say that. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I think I think there as you as you highlighted, there are areas. Uh, uh, and sort of the infrastructure around Lincoln Yards, uh, there are some some blighted, yeah, but blighted, but uh, but David, here's the thing. Yes, that's the argument that they're using. They're saying this isn't the daily years when we're just handing over billions of dollars straight up to a developer who can, by the way, flip the property to make a profit and walk away with your public dollars. That's that's the secret dirty trick of TIFs. Exactly. We've acted as a public banker for half these developers, Tishman Spear, and I. God knows, there's 840 million dollars of TIF money sitting in the loop right now on a list of projects I can give to you. So the question is, um, n- all right, so it's not that. It's for the bridges. It's for the streetscape. It's for a new metro station. Except here's the thing that I have to stress. This is the tail wagging the dog. We don't have a plan for g- breathtaking prosperity for everyone in the city. What we have is clout-driven projects like gumball machines that pop out of a Pop out of the gumball machine, yeah. tasty little treats yeah. for clouded developers. So yep. we don't say, let's step back and look at the city of Chicago and say, where do we need libraries? Right. Where do we need parks? Yeah. yeah where do I, we need? I, the- I agree with you on that, Tom. I mean, you're you're right. We need right. we need a comprehensive plan. I All think right. I, I will say this in terms of, um, and this may be getting a little in the weeds, but I think one yeah. of the issues that um, sometimes is missed on TIF is if if there is no development, there is no TIF. Right. So. Um, and I know you know this is this is we can debate this, but I mean the the these tips that they're doing now are what they call pay as you go, right? right? So as development occurs, as taxes are generated, that money is then used to finance these public infrastructure. If it doesn't happen, there's no tiff, there's no bridge improvements, there's no exactly. road improvements. So, um, so speaking it's of, still, it's still public money. I, I'm not going to say it isn't, but it is being generated through the private development that is occurring on uh, the site and in the tiff. Yeah, so, so, so speaking of tiffs, real quick, Tom. Now, my idea when I was running for mayor was that we abolish tiffs and come up with a new financial tool, right? That uh, 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 my was downtown benefits everybody, and basically. Uh, create these districts, and we now find other sources of revenue. For instance, a portion of the sales tax, a small uh, 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 percentage of development projects downtown, um, uh, uh, if we do a, a, a tax on the rich like LaSalle Street. Like, how do we create a new fund? Now, Tom, you're against, uh, you want to abolish chips. Then if we abolish chips, what's going to be that well, new first of all, economic you, you, fund? You, you've got $1.44 billion sitting in the TIF fund right now. Right. So let's start there, and let's liberate that money and put it to to, the, to some kind of public discussion of where where could we use one and a half billion dollars right this minute? Right. Is it opening up the old schools that were closed? I heard someone talk about clinics. Was this somebody in here was saying yes. we need clinics? 
let's get let's let's do ten um, uh, storefront clinics like tomorrow. Right. Say it's a million dollars per construction for each one, and say you need a, a staff of uh, uh, nurse practitioners, and you need to get some gear in there. So call two million dollars. Right. Okay, that's jump change. Right. Right. So we, we could do those kinds of things very quickly, and we're only scraping the surface. So let's take that one point five bill. And let's put it to use right away. But then let's look at the other revenue sources that we're not. Let's eliminate corruption in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's $500 million a year, according yep. to Dick Simpson. Yep. Let's, stop, uh, let's stop paying off uh, – let's, let's stop doing uh, bad shootings. So let's have no shootings. How about that? Right. That then end up with in Police the court case. 100, 100, 113 million last year. Yeah, it, we're, we're up to six hundred million dollars in the last twelve years. So yeah. we can't seem More to, than that. We can't seem yeah, to yeah. stop our police from, from shooting folk. In this way, and then we take it to court and we pay off. And this is not good. It's not good for the city. It's certainly not good for the for and the. And a hundred million dollars in overtime a year for police wow. too. Hundred yeah. million a year. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I, I I think Jamal, you make a great point. We we have not used sales tax tips in Chicago. It's yeah. it, it's allowed under Illinois law. There are other municipalities that have used sales tax. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a it's not a tool that we use. The other the other uh, I think um, tool that we're starting to see come into focus, which ha- I think has a lot of possibilities, are opportunity zones. Yeah. So this is. Uh, and, and those areas money. are, you know, like areas like Lincoln Park and in Edgewater and Uptown. They're not in. I mean, the opportunity zones are in the the south and west side. So right. I, I, the temptation to use opportunity zone funds uh, in, in, as they have TIF is not is not available. But I, I think uh, opportunity zones could be a great tool for bringing private yeah, investment. Yeah, we're thinking too small. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think yeah. I think I think we guys we guys are in the weeds with crumbs. We need a new deal for the city of Chicago. We need to think big, like. Uh, like they talk about the Green New Deal for yeah. America, we need the city to to build its own rail cars. All right, this is my fantasy. All right, now he's I'm, in Pullman where they started that. We'd right, love to build a rail cars. All right, <laughs> all right. Look, we spent we spent a few years ago eight billion dollars to Bombardier Corporation, which is a French company with a factory in Connecticut. So we need the rail cars, right? So what we did is we spent we took eighteen billion dollars of our money, shipped it to France, and some of it dropped off in Connecticut. So why don't we just take the next time we're doing a, a rail car order, and it could be for light rail, it could be for electric buses, it could be – this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's build it in – let's build that factory in Pullman or Edge or well, Inglewood. You know, they, they're doing that. They, they, uh, the, this next generation of rail cars that CTA awarded is a Chinese company, and they actually built – yeah. A factory in Hegwish. They're, ha- they're coming towards my yeah. idea. It's yeah. still a Chinese company, but what I'd like but those to are going to be those right. going to be Chicagoans getting the jobs. Yeah, that's good. Yep, that's, so that's excellent. I mean, that's so. Let's own the company, right? And let's hire go. let's hire up Chicagoans. Let's train them at the technical high schools and move them into the junior colleges so they can manage the fleet and drive the fleet and uh, do all the programming around the fleet. There you go. Then when and then cut the CTA fare in half, so we have buses and trains all over the place. Then sell our excess capacity to other cities across the country at cost. So if it costs a million dollars a bus or whatever, you know, plus plus, but we'll sell it to San Jose for five hundred thousand. But but we'll put the names of all the Chicago workers on the side of the bus. So let me just say this: if you want to call in three one two three seven four eight one three zero, that's three one two three seven four eight one three zero. Now, David. Yes, you are, uh, you, you know, you you look to try to develop in impoverished communities, right? Now, how do I, I you? I don't like the word impoverished. Okay, I well, think, give me a, give I, I me think, a better I word. Think, I think these are emerging uh, opportunity areas. Emerging opportunity areas. I, I, I like that. Uh, now, 
these emerging opportunity areas uh, somehow are not opportunity areas for black folks. So talk about development in these communities that then uh, uh, causes gentrification and depopulation or what you, whatever, whichever word you want to use. And how do we prevent that, keep people where they are? Yep. For instance, like the Obama Larry a li- uh, Center, it's not a library. Uh, you know, how yeah. do we keep people where they are in their homes? Yeah, so, I mean, you touched on it earlier. I mean, every uh, every project we do, um, we have a community benefits agreement. Good. And we've made that uh, standard practice. We did it with Walmart when we brought Walmart. It was the first and probably only community benefits agreement that they ever did. Uh, Walmart hired 400 people mm-hmm. uh, when they opened. Uh, 80% were from 60628. Okay. Right? So we made we made that a requirement, okay. and they they exceeded that. So you, as you know, you go to the Walmart Pullman, it's it's folks from the community. I just need them to pay better. Well, that's a that's a that's a good cause. So, uh, we we did the same thing with Method. We did the same thing with Whole Foods. We've done it with Gotham Greens. I mean, every one of the deals has a community benefits agreement. And you got and new manufacturing that you guys just announced. What, yeah, how, how many jobs? Four hundred thousand square feet. That's going to be another couple hundred jobs. Okay. So right we'll off one hundred eleventh and and Bishop Denver. Ford. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and so we're gonna you know that'll be another community benefits agreement, and uh, we'll work with. Uh, We'll work with uh, some of the local job training agencies, Metropolitan Family Services, Calumet Area Industrial Commission, um, to to source those jobs. Um, there are unbelievably talented people in uh, in in the ninth and and thirty fourth and tenth wards, yeah. and uh, they need an opportunity. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's where it starts. Is you've got to be intentional about when you're bringing companies that you're also holding them accountable and making sure that they're hiring from the community. Uh, and then and then going to the next level, uh, you know, we, we talk about you know what rebuilds communities we've also got to promote home ownership so we have, we have a whole uh, program where we've been rehabbing buying and rehabbing old pullman row houses we've done 50 60 of these homes all uh focused on on uh, promoting uh home ownership and building wealth right so you get a job then you can start to afford a house and our houses are like incredibly well priced i mean you can buy one of our houses for 120 130,000 we have people that are paying less in a mortgage than they were in rent Right, and uh, there's all kinds of first-time homebuyer programs out there. Interest rates are low. This is the time to buy, uh, and and uh, you can own for less than you rent. So you know, promoting home ownership, getting mm-hmm. people to buy homes, um, and community benefits agreements. Uh, I heard making them higher from the people in the community. Tom, so Tom, now you want to? Uh, you're talking about let's utilize the 1.4 billion that we got yeah. in tips or do or do you or do you say abolish and flush the tips and I do. let them go back to I do. the I, schools and the park I districts? do I say flush I say abolish tips flush the fund and then replace it with a breathtaking citywide hands on deck economic development prosperity new deal for Chicago build the light rail cars you know that uh-huh. kind of thing um, do you create a new financial tool to replace that? No, no. Just put it in the budget. Plan for it. If you okay. have to borrow to to build it, go to the bond market, which is understood, and and or, which is also in the book. My preference would be to set up a public, public bank, bank for Chicago. We'll finance our, <laughs> finance it ourselves. Right. So the cat chapter in the book was written by Amara Enya. Yeah. Okay. I got and some problems with the public bank. But, you do. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, I got a what, few problems. What would be the problem? Well, <laughs> I, I, why, 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 why not have the bank work for us instead of raping us? No, I, I agree with the concept of public bank. But okay. I I think it could be unrealistic when you're talking about startup capital and and you know uh, uh, things of that sort. Okay, uh, as well, far as getting it actually well, up and running. Well, listen, let's have a conversation about it. Like I like like I said before we went on on the air, the book Chicago is not broke. 
which, by the way, is available at www.wearenotbroke.org. Um, <laughs> um, you know, we've had 65 public meetings. Thousands of people have come out to just talk about these ideas. They love the idea of a public bank because they've, it as well. yeah. they've all been screwed over uh, by, by their financial institutions. Um, we've seen how these guys play it in our community. So um, let's recirculate the but money sometimes here. Sometimes it only works for certain cities, right? So, so like in North Dakota, North Dakota is a, a totally different city, totally different budget. Uh, you I think know, Englewood's bigger than North Dakota. Englewood <laughs> might be bigger than North Dakota. <laughs> All right. So, let's, so let's, it's a more complex thing to do. No here doubt. In the, in the no city. doubt. Yeah. But we got to start by talking about it, and then let's go to North Dakota and see how and they did it. it and bring it here. I did my I did my research while on the campaign and talked right. to public bank experts in, right. and, and 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 that city as well as uh, in California. Cool. Uh, and you know, I think it's an idea that we should talk about. It's the idea whose time has come. The governor, the yep. new governor of New Jersey, ran on that, and now he's implementing. It. Uh, city of San Francisco is looking at it. the city of LA had a huge referendum. Right. Hundreds of thousands of people voted affirmatively for the public bank in LA. It wasn't enough to make it pass. So this is an idea whose time has come. It's just not being covered by the by the by the press, by the major media. Dare I say the white media? So uh, you're not going to find an article about this in Crane Chicago Business, excuse me. Right. So we got to oh, no, do it. Each, we got to do an each one teach one. So people, if you're out there listening to us. Email me at tom at civiclab.us, and we will come to you to explain this stuff and see what, see what you make of it, because we've done uh, 130 public meetings. All right. So we, 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 we're, we're talking about what, what, what is, what's, the, what's the next neighborhood that uh, you know, developers and everybody's going to be focusing on next. All right. Lincoln Yards now got their, you know, their TIF dollars and subsidies. Now, where are we going next? Yeah, well, for us, we're uh, we're part of the team that's um, uh, going to be redeveloping the old Michael Reese Hospital site. Okay, and um, I think uh, you know there we have a chance to really kind of reset, um, you know, kind of uh, some of the some of the opportunities, and and uh, we're looking at uh, some housing there. But we're really, what we're looking for more is uh, is office. We've got uh, some concepts around um, of life sciences and creating some um, some live workspaces. Uh, so that I think I think uh, if you look at where development is happening, uh, the Michael Reese site is really the next. It's the gap between basically the South Loop and yeah. Hyde Park. And but so but that, not, what we're not talking about, we're talking about big development projects. But what about the small businesses? We need the yeah. small businesses to yeah. sustain communities, right? Absolutely no, and I think that's uh, that's uh, an area that that we've uh, focused a lot on. You mentioned uh, in your lead-in that um, you know we we have a micro lending fund, okay. and uh, we've made over. Uh, we made over 150 loans uh, to small neighborhood How businesses. How much is all that together? You know, it's about three million. Okay. So, uh, and these are loans of our average loan size is about eighteen thousand. Okay. So, um, and we've got a default rate of less than six percent. Okay. So, good. Uh, it's uh, That's good. you know we've got a good good track record, uh, and these are these are all your typical small businesses, your auto repair shops, your little cafes, uh, yeah. moving companies. Uh, we've. Finance, Uber so can, can I get fifty thousand right now? Uh, you, got a, you got a business plan? <laughs> yeah, I got a business. <laughs> Crime chaser needs fifty thousand right now. <laughs> he tried to open up uh, uh, something right now, y'all. Yeah, no, so we've got some great, we've got some great success stories. Uh, you know, we've we've got uh, a wonderful. Uh, Vegan soul food restaurant in South Shore called Majani's that yes. uh, that we financed. Yeah, seventy yeah. first. That's yeah. funny because yeah. I was I was yeah. with uh, Chef, one, Chef Tazaki Emanuel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and somebody I had food from them today right in front yeah. of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great bar- barbecued cauliflower. Yeah, but Colorado. Yeah. What, what's yeah. some other businesses? You got uh, any more? We've got um, uh, we we had a um, a little uh, contracting company um, that we financed that actually made uh, 
They made uh, Inks uh, Fast 5000 uh, okay. list. Nice. Um, and uh, we've had some um, other restaurants, uh, Lane's Bakery, and nice. um, others that uh, that have done very well. And and, uh, and we've got a lot of you know s- service uh, companies. We we uh, we were one of the first to finance um, 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 CK. Uh, Engineers, nice. Um, and uh, so she's a small uh, women woman-owned business that does uh, civil engineering. So he plugged his book. Where where can they uh, <laughs> yeah. where so, can they go to get, to get yeah, information so on on our on lending? That. It's cnimfg.org, cnimfg.org, and uh, Erica King is the president of uh, of that um, organization and uh, does a great job providing uh, capital. Now most of these are expansion loans. We, yeah. we we've done some startups, but uh, most of them focus around uh, helping business expand. So how how do we help business expand, Tom? You know, outside of uh, tiffs and you know what 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 like the NOF fund, right? The, yeah, isn't well, that a bunch of garbage? Well, to it's, you? it's 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 chump change. I mean, so inside the TIF program, there's the small business improvement funds, or sometimes they call them SPIFs. Okay, it's also called the neighborhood improvement funds. I think that was for for homeowners. Mm-hmm. The SPIFs are for businesses. I think if you put all those things together, a couple hundred grants, it might be forty million dollars. Yeah, TIFs have have liberated. $8 billion. That's $8 billion since TIFF started under Howard Washington in the uh, mid-80s. Yeah. So this is this is part of a larger conversation about the 1% taking from the 99%. That's all TIFFs are. So scratch it off your, off your radar screen, guys, really. So if you want to go big, take $100 million from that fund the hundred one point four invest in a small business put, put, put it right into the into these these things here so 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 you'll not have 150 microns you have 150,000 microns there you go we're going to talk about it after this break we're going to go to a commercial um so we can pay the bills we'll be back what's up it's J. Mar green and you're listening to the bum radio show every friday from 9 to 12 now how you bumming In the first 10 days of April alone, at least 88 people were shot in the city of Chicago, 20 of them fatal. Our city has become a battleground for misguided people who have no hope, but it doesn't have to stay that way. It's time for us to join in the fight. Pastor Corey Brooks and Project Hood are launching a campaign to help bring change to our city, but they need our help. The South Side is in need of a community center to help provide resources and opportunity for our people. Visit www.projecthood.org. That's www.projecthood.org to donate and learn more about our project. And remember, it's up to us to change the landscape of our city. Let's build Chicago. Do you want to start a business but don't know the first steps? Are you an entrepreneur looking to expand? Or were you like me? had a rocky credit history keeping you from achieving the American dream? Are you just an individual wondering how to navigate our economy? Well, no matter your situation, Majesty Financial has a plan for you. Our trained professionals can help with financial literacy, credit development, business resources, and more. We will jumpstart your business and get you the capital that you need. Visit our website at majestyfinancial.com. That's M-A-J-O-S-T-E-E, financial.com. And learn how to make the most of tomorrow today. Let's hang out. What you want to do? I don't know. Let's go to the club. Uh, I ain't in the mood for that. Let's go to a bar. We did that last week. Well, we could do something chill, like a hookah lounge. Yeah. Everybody been talking about that place called Mr. Hookah. 
Mr. Hookah, where's that? Hold on. Let me get the address. That's up north. It's at 5005 West Lawrence. They open seven days a week, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it's BYOB. They said it's the best smoke in the shop. All right, let's go. Denied. You know what? I don't want to open up a business anymore. No bank will accept me. Well, that's going to change with CNI. Who's CNI? Well, they're not a traditional lender. Their goal is to help you start up. As long as you have a great idea and willing to work hard. Well, I'm ready. Well, let me get you the $50,000 you need today to start your business. CNI is ready for you. If you want help with your business, too, go to cnimfg.org. That's cnimfg.org. This is Kara Mo, and you're listening to the Bum Radio Show. Thanks for joining us here on the late hour. Thanks to everybody watching uh, and everybody tuning in on Facebook Live on on several pages and everybody watching. You can call in if you got a question for for David or uh, Tom here. We're talking about the city finances on how to get them in our communities. This is a big problem, you know. We we got communities of color that have been. Um, disinvested in for so many years and we need to to build them up the call in number is 312-374-8130 it's 312-374-8130 crime chase is still in the building uh crime chase i got a question uh for david and tom all right guys you notice the 50 schools that was closed in our community which i'm an african-american male uh suggestion i think i heard dr willie wilson say this uh we can turn some of those vacant schools into like trade centers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we how yeah. do we use those vacant schools when you're talking about if you 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 believe yeah. in TIF? So we're yeah. talking about TIF dollars. You could use TIF. You could use uh, opportunity. A lot of them are in the opportunity zones. I think there are other um, you know other sources. We use a, a program called New Market Tax Credits uh, okay. to finance uh, uh, a number of our projects. But there are there are tools. There are historic tax credits. Um, so those those schools could be repurposed into uh, trade centers. There's been talk of making them into, um, you know, having having uh, other kinds of uh, artist housing and and live workspace. You could do affordable uh, rental housing there. Um, I, I think it's definitely something that uh, you know needs some creativity and and. Uh, Unfortunately, I think uh, I think they closed them without a plan. And uh, oh, they know. definitely closed them with fifty schools well, at one no, time. No, I think there was a plan. I think the plan has been <laughs> there you go. been in place since a uh, hundred years, just to get the poor black people out of here. Yeah, there and you go. get those neighborhoods ready for for the for the gentry. I mean, uh, come on, let's be real, Jamal. This is this, this, I agree. You 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 had the two dailies, and then you had Emmanuel Ugh. pushing a a, a a a plan to destabilize uh, communities of color. Move them the hell out of there and take their shit over. Or I can't say that on. Uh, oh. t- take their <laughs> take their stuff over. You said it already. Right, so. it. Take it back. Take there it you back. go. Real so. quick. All right, we got it. We got a few callers. Hey, Al, uh, line one. What's up? Talk talk to me. All right, we missed Al. Crystal, line two. What's up, Crystal? Hi, I was calling to ask David a question. Do you guys deal with not for profits? 
uh, we on our on our micro lending uh, no um, we do not we do not finance uh, nonprofits. There are other groups out there that finance nonprofits. Uh, two in particular, uh, one is the uh, Chicago Community Loan Fund CCLF, uh, and the other is uh, Illinois Facility Fund IFF. Both of them focus on uh, financing um, and funding nonprofits. We we focus ours on uh, small for profit businesses. Okay, great. Thanks so much. You're welcome. All right. Uh, we got do we do we do we get do we get um uh Al back uh all right so uh back to the to the to the abandoned schools we got so much property why don't the Obama Center <laughs> look at at, at Harold oh, Washington no. or some city property oh, or a different yeah. neighborhood oh don't go there now yeah I mean Tom I mean <laughs> well, let, look, let's let's be real well I I I helped start an organization called Protect Our Parks yes. so you can find it online at protectourparks.org. We started to stop the privatization of Lincoln Park. We sued the Latin School and the Park District in 2008, and we won that uh, in a strange way. Uh, when no one thought we had a chance, uh, they were privatizing Lincoln Park for the benefit of the wealthiest school <laughs> in right. Chicago. So the principle is, do you use public stuff, and this includes TIF dollars, to benefit the privileged and the few? It's a very simple moral political question. And I say no. The, the parks belong to the people and should always be remain open and free. Now we go down south to uh, Jackson Park, and uh, Obama, who is he, he's a multimillionaire now with his deal with Netflix and whatnot. Jesus. Okay, and on the board of the Obama Foundation are not one, not two, but three billionaires, who between them could buy anything anywhere in the city of Chicago, um, including the Michael Reese Hospital site uh, and mm-hmm. any other any other place that you care to mention. Buy it on the open market. Do what you want with it. But you do not get to use public dollars and public land. There's going to be a two hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollars, right for infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure. That's a that's a gift to us. Yeah. So we're giving the guy priceless land, and we get to pay two hundred million dollars. That's two hundred million dollars. That's not going to the schools. It's yeah. not going to the health clinic. That and no they community benefits agreement on top of that. He's he's a shrewd operator. He just want to have his hands tied. So we look the other way. The Chicago Community Trust created an organization overnight and gave Reverend Brazier and Arnie Duncan $250,000 just like that. Now they're speaking, so to speak, for the community and in, in, in fronting this, 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 this scam. So there you have it. I mean, I'm just saying, folks out there, if you, think, if you think this thing is going to benefit you, small business owner, small restaurant owner, you're smoking crack. The people who go <laughs> to that center aren't going to come to your small restaurant. They're, they're going to eat on the site. And and there you have it. And and maybe maybe the jobs will be selling tickets. I don't know. I love uh, uh, Tom is Tom is raw keep, like uh, keep, Martin raw keep, live. Keep, I need that common question. Keep your, keep your fingers crossed though. I could be wrong. All right. So uh, quick question. Can I just yeah, re- go ahead. It's real simple. Yeah. What do you think about uh, since the parks are free? You said uh, why are we being charged for parking at the parks? <laughs> Well, the parks are free, but the parking spices are our uh, source of revenue. So, again, uh, we go the wrong direction. We're getting revenue from the folks in the most regressive ways possible with red light cameras, parking meters, plastic bag taxes, soda taxes. We're not taking the money in progressive ways. This is just another bad way. So, David, uh, back to the Obama Center. Uh, I know you may not feel as radical as that, right? Uh, You know, 
how do we how do we push them to sign a community benefits agreement? You yeah. said all of your projects are community benefits agreement. Yeah. Do, would, would you if if you were the mayor say, well, if you don't sign a community benefit agreement, I'm gonna be against it or what? Yeah, I think I think there's 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 opportunities for community benefits. I think that it, it should have a community benefits agreement. I think um, I think that's uh, important for the community in terms of upholding people accountable. If you in, in, in these community benefits agreements can can vary. I mean, some are you know some are focused around jobs, some focus more on um, other economic. Benefits. Some are more, you know, sharing w- profits with uh, with the community. There's lots of different ways you can structure these things, but you've got to have some you've got to have some standards for accountability so that you know, like you know, like Tom said, like okay, if you're going to promote small businesses, how are you going to know if you ultimately help those people unless you have some goal that you can look at and say, you know, we want to start 500 new businesses. Well, let's let's make that part of the benefit and go back a year, two, three, five years from now and say, did we accomplish? Why it? won't he sign one? <laughs> Let's get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and honestly, it, it it helps. We've we've had we've had companies that we've worked with, and it's it's actually they come back and say that was helpful because then they know what they're shooting for. It's not it's not one of these like amorphous like oh we have to we have to hire from the community. It's like no, there's a goal. This is what you got to work for. We did this on the Marianos. We had. Uh, uh, we had uh, uh, a goal of hiring 100 CHA residents, mm-hmm. CHA residents for the 300 jobs. We met, we exceeded that. We hired 103 community res- Spe- uh, speaking CHA of, residents. Speaking of CHA, we got Al Gill Gardens. You're in Pullman, yep. Yep. but in the further part of the ward, further south part of the ward, you got, what, tens of uh, 20,000 residents. I don't know if it's that many. Uh, uh, how many residents is it? I think it's I think it's probably closer to five six thousand, but but whatever. No, it's, it's it's a little more than that. Uh, but what I will say, if you combine, especially the the neighbor, uh, uh, the neighbor, the Algale Gardens, and then further down, you have another complex. Um, they don't have a grocery store. Yeah, Rosebud has been closed for what six, seven, eight months. Yeah. Um, CHA has been busing them to your Walmart yep. on one hundred eleventh to get yep. groceries. You know. What what do we do? Yeah. Why why we get why are we getting them to Walmart? Why, why don't well, we I, I, have I mean, a? Yeah, a, I think a, I think the decision whoever made the decision to locate Altgeld where they did, uh, I mean that was that was a very intentional decision to get people as far, far away, away from the city and, and basically put it in what it. is an industrial area, That's right? Pretty, so yeah. so that that in and Talk of itself mess, was, uh, yeah. was 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 a fundamental. Uh, Fundamentally wrong planning decision. Right. So now to come back and say, well, now we've got to we've got to bring retail, we've got to bring those things. I mean, it's just it, it makes it very difficult because it's already you know you've already basically got the community planned and and you've basically segregated that part of the city and and. But we know, got what? What well, we got? The water. Um, uh, yeah, water reclamation. The water reclamation district okay, right yeah. across the street. And then you got the Ford Motor uh, plant you know, on the Ford other one. side. It's surrounded by it's surrounded by industry. Industry. So yeah. what do we do with those people? We got thousands of people well, there. I, I think honestly, that have to be busting your Walmart to get. Yeah, no, what I, do we do? I think I think we've got to look for opportunities for creating. Maybe it's not a full size uh, like a Walmart or something, but certainly a smaller grocery store, other kinds of uh, neighborhood businesses, uh, okay. restaurants, those kind of things. But I think um, I think what is uh, even more important than that is we've are got you saying to, inside Algale Garden, inside or around? Could okay. be. I mean, there are, there's you know there's space on if you go further east uh, or yeah. further west. Uh, but I also think we've got to focus on jobs, right? right. So, like the first thing is we've got to we've got to make sure that that folks in Altgeld have access to jobs at Ford and jobs uh, at those there new industries uh, like the Chinese uh, rail car plant that's just down the <laughs> the highway. From there. Well, let's uh, go back to my Uh-oh, my my call from more public. So let's um, train folks to build the red line. Let's build a red line. What are we waiting for? I think the people in Pullman have been waiting for the red line for 30 years. We love yeah. it. But we we're, love but it. We're, but we're going to do Lincoln Yards first. We're going to do the 78 first. 
We're going to do the, the useless flyover on Belmont. That's $500 million. I don't know what that's going to do. What are it's they flying to, over? They're flying over the, each other. <laughs> this is this is to save the yuppies like three minutes of waiting time. Will Elon Musk deal go through yeah, or what? I mean, that's going to be under the ground. Under the ground. So we're we're, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're we're looking at all the wrong places for these big bets, and and, and the red line's been staring us in the face for all this time. Yeah. So if we need to go to the bond market, let's do it tomorrow, or let's flush the TIF funds and use that as a down payment on the red line. But let's think ahead. Let's make sure that you have people from the community trained up in the trades so they can get to work right away on the various uh, construction jobs needed to, to, to build a red line. So what, what are you doing? What are we waiting for? What's the, what's the first step to abolishing TIFs? Uh, uh, the mayor, the mayor <laughs> calls the guy in her office and says, draft me the legislation. Yeah. And she, she can do an executive. It, it can come, be by executive. It, it, no, it, uh, I think it's going to require, it, it's gonna require it, city council. It has to go to the council. But, okay. But, so how do you get that city council support knowing that most of them won't be for Well, especially the ones we have now. This is what an educate. This is what a leader does. They lead and they educate. So it depends on how Lori feels about it, how how Meryl Lightfoot feels about it. If she if she thinks that this is wrong, then she's got to come out and educate and lead and use her powers to take the aldermen who are on the fence uh, and bring them to her. There's seven new aldermen that were in the street. Right. They were in the street, you know, two days ago. We don't need to persuade them. Plus the other right. ten uh, so-called progressive aldermen. Need so twenty-six. We ain't close. That's seventeen. <laughs> we right. need another election, election cycle. <laughs> well, all right. Then, 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 if you're in the sound, if you can hear this this uh, broadcast, get ready for twenty twenty-three. There you go. Now, David, David, you supported. Uh, did you support Lori Lightfoot uh, for the runoff? I did. Okay. Now, did. Yes. okay. So you supported Lori Lightfoot for runoff. Are you? Would you push her to abolish tips, or do you think that we should work with them a you little know, bit I more? You know, I think I think there are certainly tips that that probably need to be abolished, either because there hasn't been any districts, activity, certain districts, tiff, tiff districts. Okay. Um, but I also think there are areas where tips, like we've seen in Pullman and and on other areas uh, on the south side, where where tips have been uh, unnecessary tool in um, in developing and redeveloping neighborhoods. I mean, I, you know, I think uh, when you look at, uh, we haven't talked about this, but the whole USX site. I mean, right. that, that, that's a site yes. that uh, that needs redevelopment. 560 yes. acres. I mean, Jesus. It's, it's bigger than all of Lincoln Huge. Park. It's bigger than all of downtown. Yes. Uh, you know, the only way that's going to get uh, redeveloped is you're going to have to, you're going to have to have some, some TIF and some opportunity zones and all kinds of funding to be able to move Lots that forward. Because, because that, that place, it's got environmental issues, it's got yes. access issues, you've got, you've got Old uh, U.S. Steel. Old U.S. Steel. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got uh, mount, mountains full of slag. Yeah. That that cover the whole site that has to be remediated before you could even you know start to think about developing new stuff there. Well, so, I, I mean, not, I'm not I'm not saying that every tiff is perfect and it's, it, it should remain in place. I think there are those, but I also think there's there's tiff where it's needed. How, how many tiff dollars have you guys used? We've for used thirty one million. Thirty one million, million, million in yep. tiff dollars. Yep. Uh, for for uh, development projects, what are the and and there were what Mario. Mariano's and Bronzeville, you got uh, tip we didn't, dollars. No, we didn't use a, we didn't use a nickel of tip in, on the Mariano's. We didn't use any public financing. That was all private. Uh, all we private used, Mariano's. We used about ten million of tip uh, at the sixty third and Halstead Whole, uh, Whole Foods, and then in Pullman, we've used it on the Method Project. We used it on Whole Foods. Uh, we're using about th- three million of that on Gotham Greens now. Okay, but but remember, this is Walmart. All, Walmart we didn't, didn't no, get no. no we didn't. No. No. All private. To Tom's point, Walmart didn't need. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I'd like to make another point. That's uh, it's not exactly a TIF point, but it, it's 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 speaking to the to, to the the new mayor, um, Mayor Lightfoot. I think you need to be a leader in. This is going to sound crazy in demilitarization of the U.S. government. I mean, we're talking here about chub change. 
31 million dollars in a city like Chicago to to counteract 100 years of racism and segregation ain't going to get the job done. Even if we liberate we're, the one We're trying, Tom. We're, we're trying. Tr- yeah, but but it ain't going it's not going to happen in our lifetimes. We got to think way big, way big out of the box. So mayor, listen to me. Go to your sisters and brothers, uh, other mayors of big cities, Rust Belt cities, major cities, blue cities. I'm begging you, get your fellow mayors to go to Washington and cut the military budget in half and let us keep our own federal money. You know, Chicago and Illinois loses about $8 billion every year in transfers that we're sending down to the south where the military bases are and the, and the, the contractors are. That's our tax money right. that goes to Washington and then doesn't come back here for these projects that you're speaking of. For, no. for, for Trump's military. They're going, to, they're going to build a wall. Build a wall. So even though it sounds really far afield, like what are you saying, that the mayor should go to Washington and lobby? Yes, that's what we need to do in order to really solve these problems at a fundamental so level. So she went to Springfield. Now she got to go to Washington. Next. That's right. She do. She's got to get get her traveling shoes on. You agree with that, uh, uh, David? You, yeah, I, I think free we up, spend, free up some I think of those. we spend way too much money on the military every year. There's no question about that. Why I, not? You don't like endless wars. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the wall no, to be I, built. I, I just think uh, I think our you know we've got some serious uh, issues in and and how we spend our money and what the priorities are and and uh, you know I think that there are a lot more appropriate and and certainly. Uh, investing in this country first, in in you know building our own infrastructure. We have, we have a crumbling infrastructure right. in America. We get a, yeah. we get a D minus from the American Society of Civil Engineers across the country. There's about three trillion dollars in back due bills to build. Not to mention the lead pipes in our. So we're poisoning uh, our own children, ladies and right, gentlemen. All right, so we we are we are winding down on an hour. This has been an amazing discussion uh, with David Doig and Tom Tresser. Uh, I want you guys to give me a final thirty-second uh, comment on how do we move forward the city and yeah. get these neighborhoods economic development. How do we get small businesses involved? What do we do next? So you know my my and you know big idea if you want to call it that. It's, it's not as big as Tom's, but uh, <laughs> the city owns fourteen thousand vacant lots right. across the city, 14,000. Mm. Uh, in Philadelphia, they had 10,000. They were losing population. About 10 years ago, the mayor of Philadelphia said, we're going to give developers, you know, uh, home builders, we're going to give you land for free. We're going to freeze the taxes for 10 years. We're going to cut the, 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 the hookup fees, and we're going to uh, relax the building code. Philadelphia has built 10,000 units of new housing in the last 10 years on those vacant lots. And Philadelphia, which was losing population, is now starting to gain population. We need new housing. We need new housing. We need to take those 14,000 vacant lots, build two flats, build three flats, bring people back to these neighborhoods so that then you can support the schools and the retail and create more taxes. All right, Tom Tresser. All right, listen to me. Foundations, MacArthur, Chicago Community Trust, Joyce Foundation. Take your assets and buy all the homes that are underwater in the city of Chicago and give them away to our good people who got screwed through uh, generations of uh, racism and whatnot and plenitory lending. Let's just give the folks the homes that were taken from them. Uh, we solved the homeless process in, uh, in like five minutes. All right. So this has been an amazing discussion. I want to thank David Doig, uh, president of CNI, as well as Tresser, the author of Chicago's Not Broke. Uh, you can go and get that book where? www.wearenotbroke.org. And if you are a small business, you can go to CNI. CNIMFG.org. All right. All right. To learn about the micro loan fund. Thank you so much for joining the Bum Radio Show. We'll be back in the next hour. Thank you.